Hey fans, I'd like to announce that the wrestling realm is now partnered with SeatGeek to save you $20 off your purchase. Use the promo code wrestling realm at checkout and you can save $20 on your purchase. So if you want to attend a WWE event, an AEW event, or if you want to go see your favorite sports team or your favorite artist, buy your tickets off SeatGeek using the promo code wrestling realm to save $20. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I got the club coming tonight. I got, well, y'all go see after the intro. And guess what? I got a brand new intro for Bring It Down with Brian H. Episode 259 after this. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Today's show is course brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. And as you know, if you haven't done so, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Um, and also, just a reminder, if you haven't done so, make sure if you're looking to buy tickets to an upcoming event, including the Super Bowl this week. Use the SeatGeek app. Use the code Wrestling Realm. Now, as um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the music again. I got some of my friends in here coming in from the TWG Fan Club. You can catch us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. live on those Wrestling Girls yeah. Twitch. First and foremost, we got Queen PR, who is the host and the one who's usually driving the train when we in the club. <laughs> and then we got the one and only the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Justin Rich. Siendal is coming, folks. We we advertised that the whole club will be here, and I promise you, I promise you, the club will indeed be in the building tonight. How y'all feel? Hi. Hi, I feel good. Only you could get me streaming at fucking 11 o'clock. <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, it's NXT. I definitely feel better than Dijak right now. My fingers are all straightened. Ooh, that was rough. Yeah, um, I I saw that, and I was like, yeah. And I would I like to like, not see that pushing. ever again. Like, yeah. why Twitter? Why why must all of y'all be like, you know what? This happened, so I need like all fifty thousand of like the spaces in all the entire timeline <laughs> to see this finger get dislocated in a 45 angle to be like you know what you need mm. graphic visual evidence that this happens to his finger here yeah. everyone tweeted out once and go yeah. and it's like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm about to do mute yeah and that's exactly what happened but uh let's cue the music back up because the fourth member of the club is in the building ladies and gentlemen and on the club. hey Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Siendor. Siendor, how you feeling today? Bit shady, but we here. <laughs> we here. We here. We here. We here. Oh man, we, we I heard somebody have... got shady. I started getting shady on Twitter, so uh, I decided to join the fray. Yeah, oh. <laughs> just a little bit. So oh, <laughs> we're joining the fray. What's okay. going on, team? Oh, we good over here. We you good. know, we we're, we're in a different space tonight. You know, usually we in 
the TWG fan club every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time on those wrestling girls Twitch. But tonight we on the wrestling round. We on Twitch. We on YouTube. And we're going to break this show down. Um, as people starting to join in right now, we got uh, Rakasha R- Rudolph. So thank you, Rakasha, for tuning in. Um, Hi, Rakasha. That's my homegirl right there. Hey, that's what's the day up. one. That's the day one right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, she's usually at the club. She usually pops in at the club. So, you know, we definitely appreciate you coming on over here to the wrestling realm. Um, but yeah, make sure y'all tweet this out, share it with your friends and family. Um, let them know we're talking NXT tonight, NXT Vengeance Day. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm gonna switch the rundown because the main event was meh. So I want to talk about it was giving mid, it's okay to say it. <laughs> It was. It it's called like, the Midwest because everything in it is mid. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Don't do that. It was solid. The problem was the opener was so good it overshadowed the rest of the card to where it's like, you know what, top this, and everyone was like, uh, do we have to? It's like, yeah, but you know, and, and honestly, if you go back and look at a lot of NXT takeovers, that often has happened before, right? Like I remember when. Kevin Owens and Finn Balor said there was no way they was following Bailey and Sasha. And they had a great match. It's just that that match was good. But, you know, um, I do think some of the matches were well. So, like I said, I'm going to switch up the rundown that I initially had planned. Um, we're going to call it Audible. And we're going to jump right into the women's triple threat match. Because I thought Roxanne Perez, uh, Gigi, and uh, JC did a phenomenal job. The thing mm-hmm. I want to credit, Toxic Attraction is their ability to stay relevant after all the controversy. It was truly sink or swim for them, and I think they've been swimming. Uh, Let's start with uh, Queen PR. What did you think? I was pleasantly surprised at the match because I was kind of going in blind a little bit because I don't follow NXT every single week. So I have been intrigued of, like, what's next for Toxic Attraction after Mandy Rose left. It's not easy especially when you're under that cloud of Mandy Rose. And also, like, I couldn't even remember their names at one point. It was more like the girls with Mandy Rose. But they were able to play with the tension between them because it kind of has been going back and forth. Like, throughout the whole match, we were able to kind of follow them and kind of go back and forth with them. Are we going to work together? Are we not going to work together? I want to be champion. You know, everyone wants to be champion. This wasn't for the tag team championship. So, um Seeing that play out throughout the match where they didn't get tired, it didn't seem like, okay, we've seen this before. Like, you really were like, oh, shit. Like, they are, you know, they don't know what they want to do, basically. Mm-hmm. You add in Roxanne, who has been growing on me so much. She is, like, she's so small, but she has, like, so much intensity. And she makes you believe everything that she does. And I was, like, ten toes into that match from start to finish, like, hundred percent. I think they really brought it, and I think Toxic Attraction now. I, I know their names now. Let's put it that way, and I'm ready for whatever's next. Yeah, uh, Justin, is it time for them to split? Ooh. Hmm. Damn. It's 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 interesting because it's like Mandy was a part. It, they were a trio, and you mm-hmm. eliminated one of the main parts of that trio with Mandy Rose. So it's like, let's see if they can take a swim without the headliner of the trio. But at the same time, like going into this match, like Queen PR, I was like, this is, I'm a Roxanne Perez fan. 
between the last pay-per-view and between Royal Rumble. Roxanne Perez stood out. And then even going back to, I believe, her appearance on SmackDown, Roxanne mm-hmm. just stood out to her. It's like, I want to know more about her. She has my full attention. I want more of her. Everyone else is like, eh, I'm still learning NXT because I'm still coming back slowly because 2.0 wasn't hitting like that. And when I had. So unfortunately, during the toxic attraction, when they were dominating the women's division, it was Manny Rose and the sidekicks. It wasn't yeah. like New Day where Ooh. you knew all three of New Day. It was like, eh, Kofi Kingston and the rest of New Day. It felt like that with Toxic Attraction. So this match was kind of weird to me because it was like, I'm here for Roxanne and I'm still learning Toxic Attraction, even though they've been a dominant faction for like over a year. But now that you take Manny Rose away, it's like, all right, who's Gigi? Who's the other one? Are they going to play fair? Are they going to turn on each other? Now you have a title in the match or title in the middle and whatnot. But I'm just focused on Roxanne because Roxanne's had my attention for like months. Whereas like, I want more of this girl. So I'm here for this match. And the way it developed was really good. It was good storytelling uh, storytelling with the two people of Toxic Attraction turning on each other at some point. And then we get to the end to where one costs the other one and it leads to that's why they both lose. So I'm here for it. But I was here for Roxanne. All right. See, Endo, I know this Wednesday... You're going to grade these, and they're going to be on CNDOR scoreboard. I don't want the scores right now, but I want to know, off of your first time watching this match, what was your overall thoughts as far as the in-ring work? I think these girls are ready to go forward without Mandy. And I said that when Mandy left, I felt like, even though we now, even though when Mandy lost, we know why she had to lose. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I've always felt like these those two could do wave can do just as good without Mandy as they are with Mandy. I feel like, you know, it's easy to put a stable together and think who's gonna be the perfect accessory. I think those two girls were accessories, but I think they shine pretty good on their own. This match proves that, but it also proves that I, I, I frankly I'll grade it and I'll explain it a little bit more, but I think toxic attraction is done. I think I think it's I think as good as gold as it was. There's one performer I'm gonna single out during scorecard that I think she will she's a future champion, but you won't know until you watch on Wednesday. Hmm, I've been seeing people say that they're gonna be called up to the main roster to hopefully build up that tag division. Mm-hmm. I don't also oh we'll get into the tag team championship match. But I kind of wouldn't be mad at that either. But also there's a lot of money in that being like a really good feud for NXT. If they yeah. break. Well, if they bring uh if they stay there. Yeah, if they stay there and break up, that could be like one of those defining feuds for, for NXT. But it all depends on how they, you know, do it. No, I, mean, I don't you, mind you, if they stay on NXT because like I said this on Twitter, like Triple H brought brought back and brought up a lot of people from July through December because a lot of the question was, why wasn't Mel in the Royal Rumble, stuff like that? Why isn't this person? It's like, because there was so many people brought back, so many people brought up. It's like, you kind of need to wait on this. And this is one of those where with Tyson Trash, like, let's wait and let that build on NXT and let them go at it because you also have this third show that you need to build up. And then when it's ready and you have something for them, then you bring them up. But let's not rush them up to be like, we want them in this tag team title picture. It's like, for what, though? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go right to the tag teams. Um, you know, uh, the women's tag team match. We saw a new tag team champions crown as uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James. To me, shockingly defeated Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just felt that they were just going to hold on to the tag titles. I thought that it was just you know their night to keep it, and they was going to go in this run. I know it's been a historic run, considering um you know. I wouldn't say the belts have been played hot potato with, but I feel like the NXT women's tag titles have been treated with more respect than the WWE women's tag titles. And I I hate that that's the case, but I'm definitely interested to see um, as far as how this story went. Siendo, what did you think of that match? I think that was a... if it came to rankings as to what matches stole the show, I think that match stole the show. Personally, I saw it coming because I'm not going to lie. If it wasn't for Kaya James being that match, it would have been boring. I'm so high on Kaya James right now. I think she's also main roster future. Like every match that she's had, banger. I think she's. I think she's kind of like, I want to say the the underrated right now in the women's division because even when they put her in the um what match did we just have I'm I'm losing train of thought because I'm trying to think of like <laughs> these comments are throwing me way Taquan, off. Taquan, <laughs> Taquan is too funny. He's a regular here in the room. <laughs> Me too, know how it is. I mean, he been, he been in the fan club a few times. He know how we get down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I feel like with the um with the challenge, I'm surprised she didn't get a pin. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty weird, but her athleticism is there. But I feel like they 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 were just looking for something to give her, and mm-hmm. it was a very I like the storyline that's going on. That you know, homeboy likes her, and she's like forgetting her little bouginess and her lawyerness, and she's like, no, no, I like you. I like the attention you're giving me. And if it takes me dealing with Tweedledee and Tweedledah to deal with you, <laughs> I'm going to deal with you. Like, I like it. So for them to win, I was just like, this is just going to grow the story even more. Not just for the men, but for her. Um, her partner needed the win real bad because I think she's also somebody that slept on at NXT. So you put two of the most, you put an underrated and a slept on person in a match together, and they put on a banger, and now they're tag team champions. Um, don't want to downgrade what Cadence and Carter have done. They've done a tremendous job holding on to it for as long as they have, because they are the longest reigning. But everything good must come to an end. And also, you forget, like you said, the main roster needs some tag teams. And they're like a real tag team. Mm-hmm. They're not they're like friends. Randoms. Yeah. They're they've yeah. been tag years now. They have been working on their tag team maneuvers. Like their offense is like bar like you add the athleticism of the of um katana mm-hmm. chance and everything that Kate and Carter already can do and the fact that they have like natural chemistry, they're best friends, they've they've been working on this. Um, I do wish they held on to it a little longer, but they do have a historic run. So it's not like it was one of those flash in the pants title runs. Like Brian said, NXT treats their tag titles a little bit better to me. They booked them a little bit better than the main roster tag titles. So if this means this shocking, you know, defeat means that they might be able to build up that tag division on the main roster. I'm not mad at it. Um, if that's what it leads to, if it doesn't lead to that, I'm kind of disappointed, but again, it could set up for a rematch. So 
a rematch indeed. Justin, um, when you look at the direction, do we see a rematch right away? Do you want to see that or do you want to see them get promoted? I kind of want to see a rematch because I wasn't familiar with this tag team title picture. So mm-hmm. to watch this match unfold was like, yo, I'm you guys got me locked in, especially that they had the unfortunate spot of you got to now follow Wesley and Dijak and what they just did to open the show on top of Dijak's fingers going in all different directions. You got to go follow all that. But they put on a great match. They put on a great show. They got my attention. I was like, all right. I went into this like I know the champions. I do not know the challengers. I kind of want to see this running back, especially around Mania. Because usually you have that show for NXT around when Mania is going around. I kind of want to see them run it back. You don't need this rush to go into. Spin and deliver. Bingo. You don't need this rush to promote them up to the main roster because it goes back to what I said previously where you just have so many people come up. Let it let NXT breathe a little bit before you bring another set of people up for this division or that division, especially when you don't have something for them. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, let them run it back because this was really good. And surprisingly, it maintained the energy that it had for the previous match before where it was just like so much action. So it's like, all right, run it back. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and uh, we'll see. You know, it's like you said, you got standard deliver. You still got to sell tickets. So mm-hmm. I think um, and based on what they did tonight, I mean, give it a big shout out to Charlotte. Uh, not Well, Charlotte Flair as well, but uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, obviously a huge wrestling town. I love the touch of having Charlotte introduce all the feuds. Like if I watch NXT, but it's a lot of this if I'm not watching it live, to be honest with you. So there's sometimes I miss out on storylines. And I thought Charlotte Flair just did an incredible job to open the show and really catch you up on everything. It was like, it was like spark notes, <laughs> you know, you're going to listen when the queen is talking. The facts, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the reason why she's in a position that she is. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they make sure know, to let you know, like it's been over a thousand days since they had, a live NXT show. Is, I think it was yeah. NXT Portland. So they make sure like it's been this long since we've had takeover, quote unquote. Yo, like when you person. just said over a thousand days, that's longer than Roman Reigns title run. Just for perspective. So that lets you know. It's Jeez. Been, <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. been before the pandemic, you know, and NXT, it, the worst thing that could have ever happened was it to go into those colors. And I, I, I kind of understood what they was trying to do. But, man, them happy colors, like I said, you know, Mr. Pritchard, we, we like your podcast. We don't like your creative no more. It was they cool. They tried to do something then. different. They tried to do yeah. something different. This is the remix. It's like, no, we don't want this. We want the black and gold. We it. want takeover. We want this. We like apple pie. We don't want pecan. We want green and gold. Get shit out of here. We don't want. We don't want tie dye colors. Not for <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, who the hell asks for that? Not like well, at the time too. Huh? It looked a lot like the dynamite Brandon for like a hot set. Yeah, it did. Exactly. But I do like the belts, you know, they got a little color to them. I know, like, uh, shout out to Brother Brandon. If y'all haven't noticed, if y'all haven't paid attention, it was just announced he's coming out with a new belt show exclusively for the Wrestling Around Patreon. So make sure. How y'all get belts? Who, huh? What people do I got to contact to get a belt? Because, because the hell? 
celebrity. Huh? You have to be a Hollywood celebrity. Wow. Listen, I'm about to start a petition list for those wrestling girls to have a belt because I'm not like I'm not we don't have tag team belts is wild. Hey, contact brother Brandon, you know. Why not a strictly for the culture belt? Ooh. Ooh. Well, well, like we we mentioned, the thing about this show is gonna really teach you how to like as much of a belt collector I am, I'll be real. I don't know how to like I didn't know how before to like buy belts. And I remember I was like, hey, I'm thinking about this. He said, Is it brass or zinc? Huh? So he had to like break that down for me, whether it's stacked or or you know, flat. So it's a lot to it. And his whole the, the purpose is we don't want to make sure we want to make sure people don't get got. Mm. And so mm. it, it's gonna be a lot of that. that part. Gonna be, um you're gonna hear his take on the winged eagle, which I can't wait for people to hear. Um, but if you saw last week's show, you saw that he slickly put every single title that Cody Rhodes held behind him and then told us at the end of the show. So yeah, uh brother Brandon has like well over a hundred belts. Um, so I can't wait for um, y'all to check that Patreon out. But um, yeah, let's get back to the show. Speaking of championships, let's go mm-hmm. to the world title. And we don't have to spend too much time. <laughs> oh, man. Braun Breaker. I, you, you, y'all want to know something? As what? I crack open this Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. Uh, Did you get asked it again? We done had this conversation. We wish to live. Black. Is that sponsored by Riot. Uncle Ho- still Uncle Howdy Red and the good people of um, Ray White? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Water. Lord Jesus Christ. I had picked Ron Breaker to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns before. <laughs> this was the club you would get. Yeah, you definitely would have gotten kicked that out. Like, like that's why I, I said it on my show. Me? Ain't nobody kicking me out. I got the keys excuse tonight. Excuse me, <laughs> but, bro. But yeah, um, so so back when he first started his run, I said, if mm-hmm. done right, the trajectory, because you could build this new star and make him everything, and I thought that. Like, okay, he'll keep if he's going like he started off hot. Let's not act like he didn't. And he was like, all right, I see why his daddy is Rick Steiner and his uncle is Scott Steiner. And as he's like going up the trajectory, I said, you know what? Maybe in 2024, Mm -hmm. 25, he could be the guy to dethrone the tribal chief. But then he flatlined. And he flatlined. Me. And I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm trying to be patient, but I think even, you know, I love when he lost to Ziggler because he had to have some adversity. But then mm-hmm. it was like, that didn't really do nothing for him. You know, sometimes you can lose your championship and regain it. Like when Edge lost, right? And then he was able to eventually get it back, but he had those epic feuds with John Cena, you know? And, and when um, The Rock lost his title to Mankind, as mankind was prepping him for Stone Cold, you know? And that's the thing, but I don't know. Maybe Bron- I thought it was Grayson Waller's night. It wasn't. Justin, was you surprised that we didn't get a new champion? No, because Braun Breaker's been the guy. That's the guy that they established. I was in Dallas at the Raw at the Mania where you had Braun Breaker take that title back from Dolph Ziggler and go on this run mm-hmm. since. I agree with you where... He was on a trajectory for greatness, and then somewhere in flatline where he went cold. 
I don't know about dethroning the, the tribal chief, but then again, you can honestly <laughs> say the same thing about Cody Rhodes and like a couple other people I, where like they were on this trajectory to dethrone the tribal chief and somewhere they went on a, on a dead end off the road and stuff like that. And they got to go back on the main road and stuff like that. So LeBron is like, something's missing and mm-hmm. we don't know what, I don't know if it's turn him heel. I don't know if it's getting the right feud. I don't know if it's getting the right partner or something, but it just stopped and it didn't click. And it's just like, he's good, but not great. And right now you want greatness, especially when you're holding that top title. And then you look at the guys who held that top title. You think of Adam Cole, you think of Ciampa, you think of Shinsuke, you think of Samoa Joe, you think of Kevin Owens, you think of Finn Balor, you think of all these great NXT champions. Bronze mm-hmm. up there in name and stature, but Taekwon puts it perfect, where it's like the match is just meh, which is not oh. good because we're so accustomed to takeovers where the main event usually delivers. Yes, right. eight times out of ten, Either the opener or the middle of the card always outshines the main event. But the main event usually delivers. But with Braun, it's like, yo, it's good, but not great. And that's not a good sign where that's your top champion. And it's not that he's a, you know, like, I don't want to, his matches aren't bad. Real quick, shout out to Marty McFlyer and you. He said he did taste the pitch black, but he never drinking it again. Um Marty, if you Google this thing called the cleaner, you can literally detox all that crap out by the end of the week (laughs) because you will need to. Because like I said, mercury is colored acid and you need a detox after. Thank you. Continue, P. My bad. Water is your friend, Marty. Water is your friend. (laughs) Water is your friend. PR. But you know, real quick, because Patricia, P. Melo Hayes, I mean, yeah, Carmelo, is this the match that he finally gets over the hump and becomes what we know he could become? Everybody in this stream knows this. Will he become the face of NXT? Because when you look at the past few episodes, he's been delivering. I have to say this, and this is going to be a very soft spot for me, and it may be for everybody else. Will he get Bianca Belair treatment when we knew she was the most over woman on the roster, but they decide to hold it on Shayna longer. Now, granted, she benefited in the long run, but yeah, I um, I I did think that at first, but I think after tonight and like his entrance, yeah, and him being Apollo in such a grand way, and I think. I think it's what I think Taekwon said earlier that mm-hmm. Braun won because it's going to be mellow and Braun as Santa deliver. I think that's going to be his moment. He's a Shawn Michaels guy. I could see them building up to that because it's one of those things where we all know it. We're all waiting. Like, is he, will he be the face? Isn't he already kind of the face of NXT? I like, feel like because it's yes. always you know Krista B and I were recording today and we always talk about how it's like the the balance between WWE pushing you and like what the, who the fans want. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like Braun was made to be the guy, but is he really the guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I have never checked for a Braun breaker, but I, if I know Melo's having a match on NXT, he's Letty was watching NXT tonight. The first pay-per-view she ever watched just off the fact of Melo. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't think he's going to be like the Bianca Bella. I think he's going to have his time in the sun for NXT. I think he's going to put NXT on a map. I think he's going to close out the rest of this year, solidifying NXT in a certain way. 
and then he's going to be put on the main roster and and hopefully put on some bangers with Seth Rollins. But that's just Ooh. my my vision. <laughs> and I never I never do that. I never do that. I never fantasy book. But you don't. It just, you right? don't. See it, I just see it. I just you get kicked it. out of the club if you start fantasy booking. I'm just saying on third on Wednesday nights at seven. I know y'all are allowed. <laughs> I just personally will not. But I just see that. I just he's so talented. But now, now you know, I was sitting there thinking, and I know there's a lot of like great women to come out of NXT who didn't have the championship. I mean, you could make an argument for your two biggest, well, two of the biggest stars. It's not an argument at that point, and that's. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Um, but Cendor, what did Carmelo show you tonight that maybe something you didn't see before? Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in a way that's gonna kill y'all because y'all know I love to cut a good promo. Mm-hmm. Um Alexa Bliss is another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was like listen, that boy got grit. Mm. but y'all don't want to see his grit so he's forcing you to see that he has grit and let me explain to you why like how many times has he has he had a match with apollo cruz and you're so good like it's like you know the match is going to be good right but every match that he's had with apollo cruz it stuns you more than the last one because to me this match was better than the last match and the last match they had was better than that match they keep putting on bang after banger. Like, is this is the third time? Actually, this is the fourth time that Carmelo Hayes has stole the show and has done better than the match that Braun Breaker has had. And I will mm. say that even at even at um even at Clockdown or I've already done forgot the name of the goddamn pay per view. My bad. <laughs> even at that pay per view with the Clockdown Challenge, that was the match of the night for me. That and the women's version, mm-hmm. that was a match. I'm, I, and I hate to slam Braun Breaker because I feel like everybody's looking for him to be a le- legacy fail, but it's slowly turning him into a legacy fail. Like, and it's not him. I feel like he's very athletic. He's very, yeah. he's mm-hmm. good at promo. He's great. But it's just the fact that like maybe a character change was he is pushed? in order? Can I? And you know what? I don't want to take the uh, attention I off of Carmelo. Okay, I want to take the attention because mm-hmm. just to wrap up my thought on Carmelo, he don't need the NXT Championship, in my opinion, to even be a main star. Even if he's to lose that stand deliver, I feel like when he gets the main roster, there's so many opportunities for him. Even if him and Trick Williams go, they're going to be tag team champions. If he goes by himself, he's a future U.S. champion. Like I can already see him in theory busting an eye open the way they used to back mm-hmm. at NXT. Like. Mm-hmm. I literally just see it, mm-hmm. and Marty is by, just literally took the words right out of my mouth. He's mm-hmm. giving Luger. That's, that's what I was about to say. He's giving Luger, and that's what it is. It's not, in my opinion, he had like two good promos, and then they like fucking put the rocket ship on him, and right. I'm confused. Right, and then see it like slowly. You can't do that with everybody. Like you can't. You can't see a big buffy guy, and let's be real, because who was running NXT when Braun was coming up? We can't put a title on every beefcake that comes to the, <laughs> <laughs> the NXT. They oh, have oh, to have more. He, hold on, this. So- <laughs> <laughs> Let me beef you down. Stop. But- but, oh, but look, so, you, you quick, to say fan club. <laughs> real quick, Cindo, you said something 
And I'm going to tie it in to what Queen PR said. She just mm-hmm. brought up her sister watching an NXT pay-per-view, and she never does because of one man, one superstar, right? Mm-hmm. The NXT title needs Carmelo for that yeah. reason. Nobody's turning into NXT and, and well, oh, I can't wait to see Braun Breaker bark. No, remember, nobody's you, doing that shit. You, you Not remember for nothing. When, no when, one's doing that. When Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano was having their feuds, when um, that was a time when a takeover happened and you couldn't wait till Tuesday or Wednesday at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think if Melo, what happened tonight is going to make people tune in because you want to see what Melo has to say, you know? Um, and, and, and the reason why I say, like, you got to set, like, it's on USA television. So you got to sell that to advertisers, you know? So, um, but yeah, you go go ahead. I'm sorry, but I, just, I wanted to chime in on that part real quick. For me, if this is the match set for Stand and Deliver, mm-hmm. should he walk out? That's going to set the tone, a completely different tone for NXT because the level of matches, people will prefer certain people seeing him over certain people seeing Braun and whoever. And that that's telling. Like that's telling. Scratch the fact that he's <laughs> no <laughs> really Taekwon John B. <laughs> they Bob don't John. know Y'all. who is champion. Like you don't. Okay. Like not for nothing. Like no one's no one's coming to see him. No one's coming for you. No anybody come to see you, Otis. Like no one. And it like there's so many people that come to see Carmelo. Hmm. That should tell you something. And like you said, the fact that he's a Triple H guy, I'm sorry, the fact that he's a Shawn Michaels guy, there's already the investment. They've already shown you. And and it's a go off the hand just to take it off Mel again. Yeah, you know, I'm high on him. I thought for sure this was Waller's night because I can see him and Waller having a part two. Because even they have a score to unsell because it should have been Mello at that clockdown challenge, not Waller. So that I was looking forward to. But mm. it's just me again, fantasy booking in my own head. But yeah, mm. I, the, the, money's on Mello 1000% for me. Justin? I mean, Waller was a solid opponent for tonight, but I feel like this was a slow build to get Mello in the title picture because a lot of people were asking, like, why isn't Mello on the main roster already? And usually two reasons. It's either they don't have something for him on the main roster or they have big plans for him on NXT and they don't want him to come up yet. Similar to like when Bailey didn't come up with the other four horsewomen. And they're like, no, 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 no. We need her because we got big plans and we can't have you raiding the entire fucking performance center. We need her because right. she's going to carry this women's division until Oscar comes in and then she's going to help bring Oscar along to where, you know what? A year from now, it will be Bailey's time to come up. And Austin's got this. So yeah. with Melo, it feels like Sienna put it perfect, where it's like if Braun's not the guy, Melo is your in case of emergency break last guy. Because he honestly is the face of NXT right now. People are tuning in for Melo, especially now that Manny Rose is gone. Then it's really Melo's one of the main reasons that people are tuning in. Because we know yeah. after tonight. We don't know the status of New Day, if they're going to stay, if they're going to go back to SmackDown or not. So Melo's the guy that's really driving this force at the moment. And it's not the first time it's happened at NXT because like, there's been times where 
you forget who's your your NXT champion because these other feuds are going on. Like you mentioned Gargano and Ciampa, you tend to forget mm-hmm. that while they were having their blood feud, Alistair Black was your champion. Mm-hmm. Or like when Sasha and Bailey were having their blood feud, you kind of forget like, oh yeah, Finn Balor just became champion. Yep. Or when Asuka's also- going through her historic title reign, you forget like, oh yeah, didn't Drew McIntyre was <laughs> champion one- at one point? Didn't so-and-so was also champion at one point? It's like, yeah, you kind of forget that. <laughs> So it's not the first time. (laughs) But at the same time, what NXT does is they don't short, they don't rush things. They're kind of like AEW that way of long-term booking. So we weren't going to hotbox Melo to the title. We wanted to make sense, especially where he was just North American Championship. We wanted to be a trajectional where it's a steady climb and not just, you know what? Fuck it. Panic booking. Yeah. P, what you was about to say? What you got, P? Um, just about Melo in general is that he's such a nice guy. Like, he is so personal. I know. But, like, you, you root for him, and those are the mm. things that matter. No, we did the Jordan pick. Yeah. We had uh, the, the, the 12, the Wale Mania. The lighting wasn't... Oh, right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's mad cool. But I think... um just, and, and Trick is a big dude. Like, people don't realize, like, it, oh, yeah. he got personality. And... Yeah. You know, I like them as a duo. I know they, I don't know if y'all seen that, like some of like the house shows or the pre-raw shows where they'll have Trick Williams wrestling in the uh, main event matches and he has like a totally different look and a totally different gear. I tend to like, you know, I know um, we talked about that on the Wrestling Around Now podcast. Um, the real Dwayne Allen said he liked the wrestling, the traditional wrestling gear that Trick Williams has because he felt like the way he coming out dressing like now, if you can't do it like The Rock, you can't do it. But I think he puts his own spin on it. And I want to know, do y'all care about Apollo Crews? We've seen the big guy come back. I haven't cared. Commander Aziz. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, like, or did they change it? It's Apollo. <laughs> like, I, I like No, no, no. Apollo. Apollo's the same name, but the, the big dude. Because no, I was yeah, like, Commander, I was like, wait, is that his name? And they were like, no, nah, they changed it. I was like, wait, Google, when did he change his name? <laughs> but I was sitting there and I was like, oh, he got his heater back. And then he turns on him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I see what they're doing. They're reestablishing another big guy. and, and it, But it makes you kind of feel like as good as Apollo Crews is, is that's what is is this going to be his role? Is he going to be the Black Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, mm. <laughs> I think so too. I wow. think so. Okay, and it's sad. You know what though? I and and I I can get your reaction, Brian, because I feel like there's a crap ton of potential with Apollo, and it's just people are choosing when they want to see it and when they don't want to see it. The way they treat Dolph Ziggler, they want to see him be world heavyweight champion, but not Mm -hmm. for too long. They want to see him be Mr. Money in the Bank and cash it in and be world champion, but not too long. They want to see him in high prolific challenge and when they want you to have an ooh and ah match, but they don't want to see him at the Royal Rumble. It's very much so. I want to see you when I want to see you. And I noticed that when they put him against Braun Breaker and I was just like, why is he back? Like you can, he's doing a great job in my opinion. Selling the fact that he got sent, he like, he got sent to the main roster too early in that NXT is home. Great job selling it. But we all know the history of why you end up back at NXT. And the only person who's been able to make it work, in ever history will always be Mandy Rose. She went Ooh. down there and she was like, if you gonna send me back, <laughs> okay. What about Finn? 
Exactly. Like, not everybody can do that, though. And it's like, if you're going to do that with Apollo, we get it. Like, he's really doing, he's really selling, mm-hmm. like, really selling you on the fact that he misses NXT. Who is going should've... backwards? C- Cameron tried to do it, but they wouldn't let her. And if she would have just not said what she, uh, not co-signed with Ryback, she wouldn't have got fired. Yeah. But that's <laughs> I don't, I don't think Apollo's the next Dolph Ziggler. Also, I don't feel like, okay. is it a bad thing? Like, is it bad to be Dolph Ziggler right now? No, yeah, we're not so it's saying not. that, but what's no, not fair? Not everyone can be world champion. So if Apollo right. is a strong hand in NXT, if he's one of those people, because he put on a banger tonight with Apollo. He wasn't the main mm-hmm. event. He wasn't champion, but he put on a banger. Is that the worst thing, that he's kind of that solid player in NXT that can put a, put a banger on with people, put people over, and, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. So, be, but being the, so then be, being Dolph Ziggler isn't a bad thing. No, but I'm a fan. I don't, and so. that's what I'm saying. It's not a and bad I'm, thing. It's just right. the only thing that frustrates me about it is I don't want them to pick and choose when to put Apollo on, like keep mm-hmm. Apollo in the main light. Like right. I, now that he's not feuding with Melo, which is great, and now that he's not feuding with Braun Breaker, which is not, which is great. He had a great match with Waller, which is great. Like don't just shift him off when you feel like it. Like keep putting him up against the future because I feel like if he were to come back to me, maybe he'll have a better run. When he comes back to main roster whenever that is. Is, but don't just shift him around when you feel like it. I don't like when they do that. Don't just stick him in with whoever's hot because that's what they do to Ziggler. Like they were high on Ziggler and then they stuck him with John Cena and AJ and that whole like weird little fetishly third, whatever it was. Like don't just stick him in when you feel like it's hot. Like he's a, he's a worker and Apollo mm. Crews to me is a worker, but do better with him going forward. And that's forward. what I'm hoping that he'll be able to have this feud with this, um, with you know, Commander Z or whatever they're gonna call him, I'm hoping they can keep this feud going, you know, because I think it will be something, uh, it'll be something special, but it'll keep you tuning in. Now, yeah. I want to talk about, and Justin alluded to it earlier, Dijak's hand. Um, I want to talk about the match, though. Wesley. I just knew, I just knew sometimes, like. You watch a program and you're like, okay, there's no way he's winning. It's, it's it was a nice run. It was a good story. It's over. And Wesley's somebody that I watched come up in the local scene. And you know, we mentioned Wally Mania. Like, you ever like see somebody you ain't seen in a long time? You give them do that big embrace. That was like me and Wesley. I'm like, yo. <laughs> but I just thought tonight, I was like, oh, it's coming to an end. And they shocked me. Which I'm glad, you know, um, I like him as North American champion, but I mean, uh, an incredible banger. Justin, you talked about it. Continue. I know you, 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 because you was itching to get on it, but I'm I'm definitely interested to hear your thoughts. I've been waiting for this all night. (laughs) Well, because if one thing that NXT does really well, especially with like takeovers and like their Mm -hmm. premium live event shows, they start off with a banger. Like I think back to like um, NXT takeover New Orleans, where they came out with that six man. North American ladder match. They come out in New York with uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black versus the Viking Raiders. They love starting out super hot out mm-hmm. the gate. So Wesley and Dijak, I was like, um, yeah, we're gonna about to get a banger right now because Wesley, even though I'm still learning Wesley, I'm familiar with him enough to where it's like, that boy good in the ring. And I've seen Dijak enough in person and just on TV to where like, I know what he's going to deliver in the ring. He's like mm-hmm. a more athletic Gunther. So and I've yet to see him put on a shit match. 
So we were getting something great out of that. And they were taking chances with spies. They were taking chances during the match where it's like, ooh, I don't know if that was planned or if that was like a legit bad bump. And that was before the finger started to go in this direction. So it was like yeah, they were just already online. I mean, you can picture with it. You could tweet. You could tweet. Uh, look it up on Twitter and your own. Ooh, I don't want to look at that again. I'm just gonna look to the right. I, I, that's why I didn't. I'm gonna look to the left. The I'm gonna make sure. Wait, one, and two, three. It's gone now. And then he tweeted it, which was like, I was like, okay, like it was like he was giving the middle finger, but he was just showing off his finger. I was like, Shoot. I mean, it's his badge of honor because like they put on a legit banger. Like it was a hot match. You honestly, there was times where they got me where I was like, wait, is he about to lose his title to fucking mm-hmm. Dijak Cabretti? And when I was like, no. And then at the end was just like, dude, how are y'all still like alive? And this is before like right. one, two, three. And then seeing Dijak's finger and just be like, fingers don't go in that direction, my guy. But like such a great opener and goes on to the lineage of like takeovers and premium live events where they start out with a banger. Wesley, Dijak. Salute. Uh-huh. Y'all did that Dijak. shit. Queen PR, what did you think of the opener? This is your, for your first time, not first time watching NXT, obviously, but you know, you come into NXT, you you, you follow it here and there, but you, you you're familiar. Mm-hmm. The opener match. It how, hit for me. Mm-hmm. It definitely made me want to continue watching the show. I thought it was going to be one of those things where I was just going to kind of watch just so I can like react to this, but mm-hmm. that match made me stay tuned. Because it was physical, it was hard-hitting, and like Justin said, it was a lot of things. I was just like, oof, ah, oof, ah. A lot of good storytelling. And and I know of uh, Dijak. Mm-hmm. When he uh, was putting on those things like Keith Lee. Yeah. And then when he got, he was one of those that went up to the main roster. It did not work out for him. And he came back to NXT. And now he's back putting on these fingers on the NXT pay-per-view. So it, it made sense to me. I'm glad they opened with it. I'm glad it was a championship match. And it was really, really, really good. It was like why you kind of like wrestling, like the storytelling in it, where you were really like on the edge of your seat and every false finish you actually were like oh shit like oh shit oh shit like oh my god is he okay like that one uh spot outside of the ring mm-hmm. where you like, heard it i'm just like oh my god is wesley okay <laughs> <laughs> so i love i enjoyed it a lot um that was a one of the best opening matches i think yeah definitely one of the best opening matches seeing all what did this match do for you as far as the nxt north american championship and it's you know, it's, it's it has a lineage now, right? You think mm-hmm. about people, Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Ricochet. You think about the names. Where does Wes Lee rank, and especially after this performance? Where does he rank with the with the North American champion? Mm-hmm. Like, this, I feel, the, well, I feel like this run is well deserved. Mm-hmm. First of all, because he's another person with grit. Like him and Melo, I feel like are are more or less on the same boat. But mm-hmm. with Wes Lee, he's he's always out with something to prove. And I like his personality. I feel like they should keep him the way he is. I liked him when he he was in the tag team. And he does good in a tag team as a solo performer. Now, you always... Y'all leave this guy. (laughs) So, for me, Swerve is a name I need to put in a box because of how I felt about a certain situation that I'm not going to go into here. So, Mm -hmm. Swerve is in a box. We're putting okay. him in the box and we're letting it go. But yeah, definitely better than that. Way better than that. 
Um, but I feel like now there's a uh, like there's a list of people that are down there that he can easily go up against. I feel like I'm very big on um, the guy from Chase U. I'm very big on him. I like oh. him as an athlete. He I think was over the night. Yes, and I feel bad because it, have y'all gone into that yet? No, we haven't gone no. into that match yet. I feel so bad that he lost tonight in his hometown, but I'm so big on him. I'm really big on. I like the fact that Drew Galaka's back. Because I feel like those two have a good banger. And there's a whole bunch of other performers that I feel like with Wes Lee is going to be like, listen, I know y'all thought that I was like the underdog and all this stuff, but I have something to prove. Just give me anybody you want to give me and I could do it. And like he went up against somebody who's like six freaking three and won the match. So if that doesn't show you that he's definitely actually felt competitive. Right. Small guy, big guy match. Like it was right. It was actually good. It wasn't like it wasn't like a like a potential squash where like a like all of a sudden Wes pulls it out of nowhere and he won. Like, no, they both worked back and forth to the point where somebody broke their damn finger. But nonetheless, I feel like Wes has definitely proved himself deserving of that championship. Yeah, I was glad I was wrong. Cause mm-hmm. I just like I said, I just knew this was gonna be a squash, or at least, you know, every time like he would hit a big move, I said, All right, here it is, it's about to be over. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. And then they just kept reeling me and reeling me. And and that's the reason why I watch wrestling. Like, you know, in sports, there's the term you have to. It's the reason why you play the games in wrestling. It's the reason why you have the matches. You know, it's the reason why I'm not booking and I'm watching because I don't want to know how everything is. And that's the thing that I believe NXT has done very well. And this is what takeovers have always done so well, which is why I'm so happy. They this is the first time they're in front of a crowd since the Portland show because like it really makes a difference when you get away from your comfort zone let's see if you can do this on the road because this has always been the measuring stick of like can you actually work on the main roster because Dylan, like, why you it's mad? one thing to do I'm like funny. it's one thing to do like full sale or the cwc or whatnot it's another thing is like all right pull up in charlotte let's see if you can put on this banger in front of fifteen thousand people yeah yeah and that's the thing like the florida crowd is spoiled like they get it every week right so Unless you somebody mm-hmm. from out of town, for the most part, they're dancing in front of the same people every week. So it's good to see them come and go into other places. You know, um, I went to an NXT house show and I thought it was like one of the greatest things. First of all, to warm the crowd up, they played Sasha and Bailey's match uh, from TakeOver. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, we're going to show this match. And then you sitting there watching it and you're like having the same emotion that you had before and you but you're watching with fans that you didn't watch it with before and then they gave us the um you know the full-fledged match for um you know the match card and you know like we talked about before we get the tag match because we brought this up on the wrestling realm now podcast how mm-hmm. would y'all feel if you seen bobby rude come back to nxt and be glorious oh my god no you don't like it no <laughs> No. Really, you don't like it? No, because it it works no. so well in NXT, and then no. he got to the main roster, and Vince no. is like, so, okay, they they put too much juice on it. Exactly. So here's my thing: if they would just leave Frick alone, he mm-hmm. had a following going into WWE. He didn't need any extra juice. He didn't need nothing. Mm. They needed to let his following come with him. And then they changed who he was. Like they changed him way too many times. You put him in a tag team. Like leave it mm. alone. The dirty. Y'all 
With Dolph Ziggler. Leave it alone. Like, <laughs> leave well enough alone. You see how they left AJ Styles alone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone like that. But, That's but all you, they had so to you, do. You didn't like Glorious Bobby Roode at all? No. Wow. I did. I, 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 did. I, I did too. I saw well, this lady go no. crazy at a well. show. Like, she, you, you would have thought, you know what I thought I was? I thought I was in the 80s and how women used to go crazy over ravishing Rick Rude. That's how this lady was going crazy over Bobby. And then to the point, he's giving her eye contact and he's showing his personality. But when that music hit, it was actually one of my ringtones at one point. It was like my alarm tone, you know? If <laughs> anybody watched him, though, mm-hmm. in Impact, he oh, yeah, worked obviously. In, in... So what was wrong with it going? I understand they want to change... They want to change the direct, like the directory of whatever they used to be in. Like same thing, Keith Lee was was big in a different character way in the Indies. They changed him when he came to WWE. I get it, but like it would have worked. Mm-hmm. There's nothing ravishing <laughs> about him. I'm sorry, I, I, like y'all are seeing it. Like P's probably seeing it because P, were you watching Impact? Were yeah. you watching TNA? Okay, so you're not gonna get why I'm where I'm coming from, and it's and it's fine. For me, maybe it's a little biased. But she's but, a WWE person. Right. And, and but, she was sold. No, it's, I'm not. I'm sorry. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> P being a WWE person, she was sold. That's I saw great, that but I guarantee, I guarantee if they had had, like, if they put him with somebody who was a little bit country and they put, like, a beer money 2.0, she would have mm-hmm. loved that, too, because that works for him. Even if, you know what I would have preferred they did with him? If they brought beer money, it would have been fine. Yeah, and then you know what I also would have been preferred? I would have mm. believed, like, for Bobby Roode to be, like, the million-dollar man. That type okay. of gimmick. That would have worked way better than rather I, No. Because mm. you, like, I feel like in my mind, too, the where the bias comes, there's only one Ravishing Rick. I'm sorry. There's only one Ravishing okay. Rick. I'm sorry. Right. You can't. Don't some, give me a 2.0. Don't mm. do that. So I'll, so I'll throw Sienna some bail because I see where she's coming from. It's like when you watch Shinsuke in New Japan... And then you watch Shinsuke in NXT slash WWE, where it's like it's not the same person. Now, granted, Shinsuke can't. can't But here's the thing, right? But but at the same time, that's what Sienna's saying. Where it's like Bobby Roode and Impact, and Bobby Roode and NXT, two different people. It's not fair, Mm. but it is what it is. Where he gave Mm. you this great shit in Impact, and you can't do that same great shit in WWE NXT because they always make you work this specific way because you're in front of cameras. In front of uh, thousands of people with millions of people watching, sponsors, advertisers. So you got to wrestle this specific <laughs> way and kind of change it up. Same way like with Shinsuke, where it's like oh, you were great in New Japan. Brian. You can't what? you can't work strong style every single week. It's not gonna last. You're right. not gonna last. So I get where she's coming from, even though I'm in between because I like Bobby Roode in NXT, but then when he came to the main roster and Vince had no idea what to do with him, that's why. Let's throw him in tag team. Let's do this. Let's do that because he just didn't get it. Whereas Trips got it. That's why NXT it worked and it flourished. But I see Sienna's point where it's like, yeah, but I'd rather him this way than this other way. And it's like I see yeah. where you're coming with that. Yeah. Let's pivot to the tag titles match um, before we get out of here. Um, Gallus became the new tag team champions. Uh, defeat New Day, Pretty Deadly, Chase U. I, I I love the fact that Chase U was over, um, especially with the uh, gentleman's home being in his home crowd. 
I'm I got to get familiar with Gallus. I ain't gonna lie, uh, but shout out to the new day. Um, you won't for long, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that their the... name? Gallus. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. How, how do you spell that? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, shout out to the New Day for um, you know, just kind of rub giving that tag team division a rub. They needed it because what this would have been a match that wouldn't have made the card if we being honest. You know, uh P, I know you're a huge fan mm. of the New Day. So how excited was you when New Day became NXT champions? And was you disappointed that they lost the titles tonight? I was happy that they went back to NXT because it was something that they didn't they never did. They never held the NXT. Tag Team Championships. So I was excited for that. And it gave NXT that rub, that New Day rub, and they're going to bring their greatness wherever they are. You're going to be into it. Um, but I wasn't surprised that they lost. Oh, no. Because, oh, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I was, I, I don't, I didn't see them being, like, long-term champions. Like, I really thought it, it was, like, right. a little, a little, influence thing like let's put our influence on this division let's go back do something new day has never done let's do something to like uplift these other tag teams that i was not familiar with or cared about until new day was in a tag team championship match with them um so i wasn't surprised that they lost um i have to get familiar more familiar with who who dethroned them of course but i that match more made me interested on like what's next for the new day like i know Mm. this is we're talking about nxt but it's more like what now like they went to nxt to make history because they've never done that um but what's next what else would you what would you like to see from them um dylan actually tweeted um a hill run for them it's something that they haven't done in a while and it would be something fresh because as much as i love the new day i haven't fighting that feeling that they're getting a little stale Mm -hmm. we've seen it we you know we've done all of that um we've done so much with them you know, they've held every championship. They've, they've you know, held records. What's next? And I think a hill run would be really fun. Is Have they maximized their merch money that a <laughs> hill run wouldn't hurt? Hell yeah. Okay. The New Day? Yeah, like, like, do you, you, you think they've got all the money? You think they bled out all the money that they can get that... Maybe you know the hill run could kind of refresh in that because usually that's the reason they why just I certain- sent them to Australia to watch the U.S. Open. I say mm-hmm. they've, I say they have an unlimited black card when it comes to that's what, what they've passed out. No, yeah. but no, what I mean is, all right. So this is what I'm saying. All right, CM Punk complained that when he became a babyface, I mean a heel, he he left money on the table. That's what I'm wondering. Has New Day? At this point, and but here's think, the thing: right. when New Day uh-huh. got super over, they were heels, and it worked. I remember with like right. the Dullies and the Save the Tables, that shit got over. The whole mm-hmm. fucking Bootios that got over, they were heels. So a lot of their mm-hmm. like historic tag team tower run, they were heels, and that mm-hmm. still the got pancake over. Thing was like the last leg of them being Unicorn Horn it? got over. Francesca one got over, and they were all I'll heels. I be forgetting that they was heels. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, people forget okay. they were originally heels, and then they got over as heels, and then when they started getting with nuclear, they were still heels. All this historic stuff was heels, and then eventually, I think it was before WrestleMania 34, they finally sw- flipped that switch and went babyface. 
but they were a heel for a while, for at least two like, years. It's like not true anymore. Like you have to be a baby face to sell merch. Like we're not supposed to be buying bloodline merch the way we are. We're buying yeah. it by the fucking boatload. The new day is over enough. If they do enough clever and entertaining things, because we already that's that thing where you're like a heel and then you kind of become a face because we just love and respect you so much. Like the new day mm-hmm. has done that ten times over. So now if they do something new that we fuck with, we're gonna fucking buy their merch. Like I, I don't think that will ever be a problem for them. And to piggyback off PR's point. You also got to remember, like, the lines are blurred. You have Up, Up, Down, Down, the YouTube channel. Xavier mm-hmm. Woods is forever going to be a babyface for that alone. Kofi's already going to be a babyface. Anytime Big E shows up on Up, Up, Down, Down, he's immediately going to be a babyface. So those lines are immediately blurred off rip. And especially when you have New Day doing uh, press stuff, when it's the three of them, like they just had in Australia where Big E pulled up with them. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if they're babyface or heels. They're going to get over like Rover, regardless. I, I agree with um, Yellow Pill Coffee that they could actually take a break. I would be okay with that as well. Because, um, again, are they stale? I'd wow. personally be like, yo, you, you, what you did for Carl Anderson, can you do it for New Day? Why not have them pull up <laughs> to a different promotion and be like, you know what? I've never let, had them fight this uh, tag team. Mm. Dream match. Just like you just did for Shinsuke with Noah. Like you just did for Carl Anderson at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Why not do that for New Day? Be like, you know what? They've never fought G.O.D. before. You know what? Let them fight. They've been wanting um, the so Young you Bucks they for, could be forever. The team but just be not having an AEW. The relationship. Like an, been the relationship. Yeah, just like have like a middle ground. I was like, they've always wanted to fight the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks has always wanted to fight them. Just instead of AEW, let it be like a New Japan show. Mm-hmm. Middle ground. I did read somewhere that... Um, Maybe it was the rundown that they're gonna be, NXT talent might be able to work the indies. I just yeah, saw it out the tweet. Like they're gonna <laughs> be allowed to open up the show. Yeah, again. they they're gonna be allowed to work selective indie shows now. For real, according to Alvarez, and I I, I trust Alvarez because Alvarez be on the ball. Like he has an inside. So no, but that's it's been wrestled with for a while. I think I think the influence of um. Not Shawn Michaels, but mostly Rodog, isn't that? Because Rodog was also saying that for a while. Like, maybe it's just time that we expand. Like, it's time for WWE to expand in a different way, not just house shows, but, like, max exposure. Because also it ties into the fact that they're going to start scouting the indies again for NXT. Like, they're going to still have that program where they take the college athletes and make them WWE superstars, but you also need performers that also already know what they're doing. They had that with Progress. They had that with IWC. You need that. Yeah, and you know, I mean, obviously they, so they announced that um, uh, Ivy Now is going to, she's going to be a reality wrestler. So we know, you know, Booker going to get his kids over and he's going to get oh, his yeah. over. Seth Rollins uh, has blame another. Him. Seth Rollins Shucky round Ducky, quack, is quack. school too. Mm-hmm. That is his, some of his students will probably end up in WWE. And Cody's have been getting school, people quietly know. here and there into a lot of these promotions. The Nightmare Academy. Mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze. But what did y'all promotion. think of overall the, the tag match? You know, did it make you interested to see? I am the, because are you interested in the tag division now? First of all, first things first. <laughs> like I'm so I'm so sad that Chase you didn't win. I don't know why it's bothering me because like it's and it, 
Yeah, like it, it bothers me. First of all, that Thea girl, I want to know how she, like, how she get her voice back because she was like screaming at one point, and she's, I don't think she realized she screamed into the camera mic, and you can hear it go. I'm like, yo, what are you yeah. drinking? Coffee and Red Bull swirled together. What are you doing? But that's perfect in itself. I really wanted, I really wanted a chance to win, and he, and it, it goes into how that match was also interesting because you can't always have people win in their hometown, right? But now people have been saying, like, the people who did win, they're another underdog. And you gave them, but they're they're one of the strongest tag teams on NXT. A point from, you know, Pretty Deadly and um, what's the other tag team that's on? That, that's to see, that's the thing. Like, you don't even know that many tag teams. You weren't even aware really of tag teams until New Day came and took the belt. Yep. So this i feel like now that new day has been like all right there's another championship that you can a girl dylan stop being messy anyway (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like with this now you're like okay like who are these guys hopefully like hopefully people don't forget the nxt the tag team championships now because it was hot when Wesley had it. It was hot when um, the Undisputed had it. It has a bit. It also has lineage. Like believe it or not, yeah. it has lineage. And for a while, it was pretty stale. And then New Day took it and they tried to elevate it. But now you're putting it on. I feel like they, tonight they put the belt on who they wanted to put the belt on because they see a future in these people. They put the belts on. They kept it on Roxanne Perez. They put the belts on. Um, they switched to women's cha- tag team championships and now they put it on these guys and people don't know these guys very well. So we have to wait and see what they do with this run. Yeah. To give them the full critique. Because without that, I I like a lot of people they'll honestly be like, I didn't I don't care these guys didn't win. Like they forgettable. They're just like every like to me, they gave me the if if Drew and Seamus were to teach another Irish lineage how to wrestle, boom. That's what you have. But the way they worked that match, they worked that match very well. But are you going to remember them after they've worked this match? Who are they going to go up against that's going to make their run memorable? That's the real question. Yeah, that's that's definitely a question. Let's start with final thoughts before we get out of here. Uh, we'll, start, uh, we'll start with the uh, order that we do on Wednesdays. So we'll start with Justin. Final thoughts of the show? I'm just happy NXT is back outside because it makes a humongous difference when you're in front of 15,000 people in a live mm-hmm. crowd away from Florida versus doing the same stuff in the CWC or wherever they're doing their shows at. Like, this made a huge difference after the first match. I was like, this feels like takeover. My final thought, triple. this is a Triple H. I know you like naming NXT different stuff, I don't know if this is a trademark thing. I don't know if this is an IP thing. Can we just go back to calling it NXT Takeovers now that we're back outside? Because it has a nostalgia feeling. It has a certain je ne sais quoi that a lot of this stuff other doesn't have. Like when you hear NXT Takeover, it's like, boom, I know I'm getting greatness. I know I'm getting one match that will be a match of the year contender. I know I'm getting a super lit card. I'm in. Like that excitement for Takeovers, we are in. Can we just go back to calling it Takeovers versus... Avengers Day, Staying and Deliver. Uh, what was the last one? Fucking Deadline. Just Deadline, Halloween. yeah. Halloween Havoc like could be an exception. Halloween Havoc could be an exception, just like how AEW has Grand Slam. 
for like their show. But like takeovers really mean something. Can we just go back to that? That's my final thought. I'm going last, but Siendor? Me and Justin are argue tonight because I don't want them to go back to take over. Like, so here's my thing, right? <laughs> so y'all know, don't go backwards. I feel like if you start calling the takeover again, you're going backwards. But you want to go backwards with Bobby Roode. No, I don't. I I don't want to go backwards Glorious. with Bobby Roode. No. <laughs> I don't want them to go backwards with Bobby Roode. I want them to let Bobby Roode be Bobby Roode and stop trying to make him somebody from the past Victor in the current. Marius. That's the difference. Yeah. That, and you're doing the same thing with TakeOver. You want TakeOver mm. to have now effect. No. It's a brand new generation of NXT. Like, let them grow into their own. They've done great in Deadline. They do great in Stand and Deliver. And tonight mm. they did great. Again, Valentine, like, like, NXT Vengeance is NXT Vengeance because you don't have the Vengeance pay-per-view on the main roster anymore. <laughs> the, I'm done with you. Head, head, headlocks. And yeah, but see, the but fact yeah, that you couldn't even the remember food. the damn name of this pay-per-view no, speaks no, to what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Let Case me finish what I got to say before because <clears throat> these people in the comments had me, had me dying on the inside and I'm trying they... to laugh. Like, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, it works. Like, the only thing that I like to say like mm. NXT takeover forever in our hearts. It exposed us to, mm-hmm. you know, it exposed us to a brand new world to say that WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown are not the only two rosters that can put on great entertaining television. You have the future. Like, let the future, like, let them keep coming up with new stuff because, listen, y'all going to say that we can go back to TakeOver and then we have TakeOver and everybody's going to be pissing poor about how it wasn't like it was before. Great. You know how you prevent that? Start giving us new shit. There you go. Call the NXT New Day. Even if you want to do that, do that. Like, I'm fine with that. But it don't need to go back to the way it was. Like, we need to stop. I feel like we need to stop doing that. It doesn't need to go back to TakeOver. TakeOver is something that I feel like whenever I think TakeOver, I'm going to think about the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole. I'm going to think about Sasha and Bailey putting on, like, my first Brooklyn event in a long time was NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn. I'm going to think of that like nostalgic moment. So Mm. give these people their own nostalgic moment. A lot of people are very nostalgic about that, about this being the first. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all always do this Two out of three falls, Dylan. Let's go. You don't lose. I I do low blows. I'm a heel. Don't forget. Anyways. <laughs> That's why <laughs> she critiqued mine. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you missed the new intro. Did I? Yeah, you missed the new intro to the show. Hey, look at that. Watch it back. You was I late. Do it back. I, do, yeah, I do low blows. I do low I do blows. Low blows. Yo, yo Dylan, can we get blows. the for that? Shaw to your low blows. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Dylan the Jeff. We take the bubbles out. Be like, yo, what's good? (laughs) Listen, Justin. He said, fly him over. He'll ref. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan going to be on one leg crawling around, but bro, we got you. (laughs) But but continue, Sienna. Continue on how takeovers are, can't compare up. And you want them to be They don't compare up. Y'all want them to compare up. We're not comparing that up. I'm sorry. Like, not for nothing. 
this culminates like the way that everybody was invested and you could see the chatter online there are people that are like i don't want nxt but i will tonight let it be that let people gravitate towards new nxt like why are we gonna try and use takeover as a way like oh if this takeover is gonna be the old same way no because then you're just proving that nxt's current can't build without going back to the past and we don't Mm. need that there's too much of that already like we just talked about a royal rumble that we all enjoyed without (laughs) legends (laughs) and if you missed it tune in the fan club exactly on those wrestling girls twitch it's still on demand on the twitch channel so make sure you check it out but because i kept getting cut off the last three things i'm gonna say is (laughs) mellow is i'm cooking exactly mellow is money number Mm -hmm. one number two i still think chase you should have won a tag team championships i don't care um and Mm -hmm. i really but however, I even though I'm not a huge, I'm getting tired of Braun Breaker, to be quite honest with you. I do think his match at Stand Deliver with Melo is going to be a good match. Ooh. So let's put it at that. Hashtag Sandal You're going to leave me alone, Justin. Hey, you, you start you. Hey, you open this door like Uncle Howdy. I'm just walking through and be like, yo, you see what you started? I opened the you call me, you saying I opened the forbidden door. Let's not do this because we on let's not do this because we on Brian's show. We're gonna save for the fan <laughs> club. It's all right. Bet. Go ahead, P. My final thoughts. Uh I'm gonna be I wanna watch more NXT. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my final thought. <laughs> like i loved walking past my sister's room and she was fucking watching vengeance and i was like oh this is dope so tuesday nights Mm, that's awesome that's awesome Well, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) final thoughts. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody who joined me Wednesdays at 7 at the club when, you know, Queen PR hosts the fan club on those Wrestling Girls Twitch channel. Uh, I'm glad that they was able to join me here on Break It Down with Brian H. Episode 259. Uh, Yeah. You know, I used to cook these every week and then the Wrestling Realm Now podcast was born. So I ain't have to do it no more. Uh, so now is when I want to talk or occasion. But uh, make sure y'all uh, make sh- make sure y'all get on our Twitch channel and um, follow us there. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you also check us out on Patreon. Uh, the real Dwayne Allen is writing, folks. He just provided every Wednesday there'll be wrestling figures. Wednesday exclusively of our Patreon. He will give a history about action figures and what they mean to him. It's a nice write-up. So, yeah, make sure y'all check that out. It's really good. I've read the the first one. Um, It took me back. I'll I'll give that away. But it it definitely took me back. Um, Make sure you also... I got some writings on there. I got a a conversation... Well, um, a a summary of my Royal Rumble experience on the Patreon. So, make sure y'all check that out. But, be here on Wednesday, uh, be here Wednesday, 10.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time to check out the Wrestling Around Now podcast with myself, the real Dwayne Allen, and brother Hugh. Before you get there, 7 p.m., make sure you check out TWG Fan Club with all these great people as we talk women's wrestling and whatever else we want to talk about. Uh, should we should we give them a preview of what we're going to talk about this week? I'm going to ask the EP. I still got to rate them matches. So let's see how I do and let's see what the club thinks. Let's ask the EP. 
<laughs> I say go for it. All right, well, you know, we're going to definitely break down that <laughs> Bailey and Becky match, that cage mm-hmm. match. I can't mm. wait to hear. I can't wait to see it, first of all, Um, because I think they're going to put on a banger, especially. Seth Rollins on the pole but, match. Let's go. Oh. Bailey also wore Seth Rollins' shirt to a house show. Yes. Home records so anonymous wait. in the cage. Yes. So you know we're gonna talk about that. Uh, I can't wait to dive into that. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all tune in. Uh, and then of course, check me out on Wednesday worldwide, and um, uh, on Wednesday. So that dropping on the Ringer Wrestling feed as well as the Mass Man. We got something special cooking this week. So until the next time, folks. I'm Brian H. Waters. Oh, let everybody know where they can find y'all. <laughs> I'm like, should we let them read the screen? But this is going to podcast platforms. So, P, CN Dog, Justin, let the people know where they can find y'all. Uh, you can find me everywhere on social media at Queen3 underscores PR. Follow those wrestling girls everywhere on social media, on Twitter, to wrestling girls, Instagram, those wrestling girls. Subscribe to our Patreon. And like Brian said, you can catch me hosting TWG Fan Club with these lovely people every Wednesday on our Twitch, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And um, yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me, Brian. No problem. See you, You can find me on Relive via film on Twitter and reload.relive on Insta. And uh, you cannot find me jumping off nobody roof. So, no, don't compare me to Uncle Howdy. But you can also find me every Wednesday with my friends because they are the best friends that anybody can have. Every Wednesday on CWG Fan Club. So, stay tuned to that. Oh, that's so cute. I go last. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at It's Justin Rich. You can see it right here underneath the screen. You can find me Wednesday nights yes. from 7 to 9 on Twitch for those wrestling girls fan club with these three amazing people. You may see me and Sienna go back and forth, but we do love each other. It is all love. You can find me from time to time, Tuesday night, 6.30 for a Turnbuckle Talk with Mimi and Corey on Twitter Spaces. You can find me from time to time on True Hill Heat Sports and True Hill Heat Wrestling. Both channels can be found on YouTube. We here. We outside. We active. Let's go. You're a mellow for champ. So long, everybody. Good night. Good night. Peace.